station, but we're here for a real education. Welcome to A Real Education. I'm your host, Tim Wick. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, movie warrior, <laughs> Melissa Kersher. Hello! And movie trainee, uh, <laughs> movie. boot camp member, Intern. D- d- movie, Jenny Young. I'm not getting you coffee. Hi! Jenny. <laughs> and we are here today to talk about the 2014 film, Edge of Tomorrow. So, as always, we start out our podcast by asking Jenna, Hey, Jenna, what do you know about Edge of Tomorrow? I've seen trailers for this. Ooh, trailers. So, I know it's a war movie. Yeah. uh, And it's got Tom Cruise. And uh, I I know he gets stuck in, like, a little loop of, of, like, events happening. Kind of like Groundhog's Day, only with guns. Mm -hmm. And, uh... There's a hot chick that also got stuck in the loop, and they figure out how to save the world. And I, th- I don't know if it was like aliens or something, but there, there's something else going on on top of it. So, all right, yes, you've seen a trailer, so yeah, mm-hmm. that, that that means that you know a fair amount about this film. And I, I <laughs> way have more to than say, most. Uh, I, I had seen the trailer for this film too, and I have to say that the trailer made me not the least bit excited about seeing the film. Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's a uh, it's a uh, first of all once you see the movie you'd you'd go well how how do you sell this film really yeah but uh, yeah the ad campaign for this movie just did it no favors uh, and it's interesting thing about this film it did not I and mean, we'll talk about this more later but just because I find this interesting and you know, if you're like listening to our podcast and you're like Edge of Tomorrow I can't find me a copy of that that's because <laughs> it didn't do that well in the theaters. I think because of bad marketing more than anything. And so what they decided is in order to do better in home video, what they would do is retitle it something else. <laughs> because that, so, that, that makes the... it so easy for the few people you did entice into your web of awesomeness. Exactly. So if you're looking for this film, if you're looking for this film, you might find it under the title Live, Die, Repeat. Now, they do have Edge of Tomorrow, a couple of strategic places. Like, on the on the spine, it says Live, Die, Repeat, and then Slash, Edge of Tomorrow. Oh. But what, I, what I heard what the studio actually did was that um, it, they didn't technically change the title of the film, but they changed all the marketing material so that the byline other, under the title became bigger than the title itself. Which is, which is why the, the original title of the film is somewhat prominently displayed on the spine. But still, it's very <laughs> But if you get the DVD cover, confusing. and I have to remember to take a picture of this and post it, because I have the Blu-ray. Yeah. And if you look at the cover of the Blu-ray, look at this, yeah. Jenna. If you look at that, you would think the title of this film is, is Live, Die, Because it's great big fucking words. Yeah. Live. Die, repeat, and then down at the bottom, crew slash blunt slash edge of tomorrow. <laughs> also starring Edge of, of tomorrow. tomorrow. Edge of Tomorrow. Yeah, it makes it seem like it's one of the, or maybe the director. I don't know. The, the, the company. It's like, it's like, is it like McGee? Only an even know. more bizarre name. I don't know that. So and 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 the further thing that's baffling is this is an adaptation of a manga called All You Need Is Kill. So it's like why. If you're going to change the title... Maybe you could change it to the title of the source material. Yeah, I don't know. maybe. Um, so, I, I'm yeah. just... Uh, marketing sucked on this movie. It really did. That. And I and the funny thing is, you know, this is a geek movie. This is a nerd movie. And 
I remember last year at Convergence, I was on a panel, I think, with Cargill. Uh-huh. And somebody was bemoaning the lack of good science fiction, as they always do at Convergence. Because the, if, if you're a con-goer and a nerd, the one thing you're going to do is say, there's no good science fiction! And Cargill and I both basically, basically said, yes, there is. It's in theaters right now. Mm-hmm. And I'll bet none of you have seen it. Mm-hmm. And everybody in the audience is like, no, I haven't seen that movie. It looked dumb. Tom Cruise is a Scientologist. And we're like, shut up. <laughs> and go see this movie. You complain about not being not getting good science fiction, and then when good science fiction shows up, you don't go watch it. So shut up and go see this movie. And I'm going to leave our little preliminary chat <laughs> with that. If you're sitting here and you're going, I can't believe these guys are doing some stupid 2014 movie with Tom Cruise. Shut up. <laughs> there, there's a there's a conceit about the film that will make you love it, even if you do hate Tom Cruise. Yeah, well... Really? Yeah. Seriously? Shut up and go watch the film. Because even if you hate Tom Cruise... If you hate Tom Cruise, this... And I don't... I don't want to oversell it, but I don't think I can. If you hate Tom Cruise, if you hate him with a passion, this might be your favorite movie ever. <laughs> yes, it's true. So we'll we'll explain why when we come back. Or, or you'll you'll know why when you watch the movie, yeah. as you should. So mm. we'll be back after watching Edge of Tomorrow or Live Die Repeat. back. Tom Cruise has been killed countless times. So many oh. deaths of Tom Cruise. Yeah, I mean, seriously, the, what, I, what I was talking about before I went to the break is if you hate Tom Cruise, <laughs> this is a movie where you get to watch him die over and over and over again. Like there, dozens, twenties, twi- the, in, scores in, oh, of times. So there, and there are many yeah. times he dies that we don't even see. Oh, yeah. yeah. You yeah, know, so seriously lots of So you of can Tom... pretty much make up your own death right here really. Oh really? It's, it's really? a Tom Cruise death fantasy. Really? <laughs> so uh... and, and you get to see Emily Blunt just like oh no you're, you're slightly wounded. Yeah. <laughs> you just get oh, shot by God. Emily Blunt. Over and over. over and over again. Uh, <laughs> no really I think I'm okay. <laughs> so Jenna. Yes. What did you think of Edge of Tomorrow? That is so much better than the trailer led me to believe. Yeah, right? <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. It really I is. quite enjoyed it. The yeah. trailer, you're kind of like, yeah, whatever, okay, I don't know what's going on. And then you watch the movie and you're like, oh, shit. And, you know, somebody could describe it as, well, this is kind of Groundhog Day combined with uh, total recall. No, not Aliens, total recall. Aliens, well, well, it's kind of... It's, Starship Troopers. Yeah, Starship Troopers. A lot better. Yeah, <laughs> and, and I mean, you can say that, and that sort of gives you the idea, but mm-hmm. it still sounds too wacky. It's just but, really well done. Well, okay, so you've got like Shoggoths from H.P. Lovecraft. Oh, I know the Earth. The alien and, design is great. Yeah. Oh my god, yes. And you've got kind of like the modern update of the aliens cast, including Bill Paxton, and <laughs> <laughs> you, you've got you've got. I, I think my favorite part of the use of Tom Cruise in this movie is his character starts out as a skeezy coward. Oh, yes. And it, it, it plays with the Tom Cruise, you know, shiny American good boy fame, the action star fame. And, you know, he starts out like, oh, no, no, you're not. 
No, you're not sending. I don't want to go over there. I will no. blackmail you. I will blackmail you. <laughs> just, I love, I love the response to that blackmail uh, thing, though, too. Yeah. Just, oh, yeah. Well, I like that. Whatever. The general Thanks, character please. is, you know, a good character. If, if, you know, but he won't buy the 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 repeating day thing, which is to too be bad. Because you know, if he would, uh, then and they they could have just stuck his leg right there, and he could have been like, "Well, go bomb the Louvre." Yeah. Boom! Done. It would have been um, so much easier. But uh, but not as much fun. Not as much. No. Fun. Yeah. Not as much fun. You know the thing, and we'll talk about and, some. And how lucky was it that that the creature happened to be in a very famous landmark? It really helped. Yeah. Because really, if it was like under a farmhouse in the middle of Poland, you know, it would right? have been like I I don't know where that is. Well, and one so easy to just get into too. Yeah. Well, I'm just going to crash that, through a glass triangle. It and didn't seem that easy to get into. I've got to argue. <laughs> <coughs> well, it but wasn't in the middle of, of, you know, Fort Knox or something. <laughs> you know, it wasn't, you know, plate steel doors or anything. True. So yeah. now, before we talk about the rest of this movie, um, I find the ending an interesting puzzle. Mm-hmm. Um, the trivia, the trivia on the IMDb says they had a different ending in mind at first, yeah. which I think was a really dumb one. I think if you'd gotten through the entire movie and had the ending which they had, which is basically that uh, they killed an alpha and then it resets and they lose, mm-hmm. it's like, wow, you made me go two hours. <laughs> yeah, that would piss me off. And I'm just like, you know, I, I understand sometimes nihilistic endings are great, but in this movie, that would have felt like such a cheat. Yeah. Um, that that you, yeah. you bothered to get me this far just to go, yeah. nope, doesn't work. Yeah, you have to earn a nihilistic ending. And yeah. it's like, mm, no, that's not what this film was building to. And when, when, when I first saw this movie with my wife, Pat, and my friend, Peter, we talked about whether or not it made sense that Tom Cruise's character lives or dies. Because to me, that ending of him sacrificing himself to save the world mm-hmm. is pretty nice. And so the the, the happy ending, I, I wondered about whether or not it was tacked on or not. And what really... And, and, and I was really conflicted about it, but I kind of settled on it makes sense because Tom Cruise is our point of view character. Yeah. Cage is our point of view character. If he just dies there, we can't show the audience what happened next. Right. And that movie really feels like it needs that what happens next. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we understand the Omega, the Omega is dead, but what does that really mean in terms of moving forward from that point? And so that's why I think, I think, for the story, I think script-wise, they had to save his life. Mm-hmm. They had to bring him back. I'll, um, I'll agree with that. And I think it's also nice to wrap it up with one last loop back in time. Uh-huh. Although, although I wonder now if... Well, I suppose if the, the final bad guy is dead, he doesn't have the power even though he's been Well, see, I'm not sure about curious. that. That's yeah. what I was curious about, so, too. That, that so is the thing that I think about. will he never, ever die? He, ne- <laughs> he, could, he could live to be 99 years old, die of old age, and then be right back in that helicopter <laughs> and have to do it again. Uh, so, hmm. could he have the perfect... Life with with Emily with the Angel of Verdun with you know given enough time make their relationship work for 
you know, Woody, Woody, like, you know, after a while, be like, no, I'm really tired of being with her, so I'm going to do this lifetime with somebody else. And is that cheating? (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. If I had that power, I'd use it to the fullest, I suppose. Yeah. (laughs) You know? I think I would, too. Mm -hmm. Uh, I think I'd have that conversation with her in the, the first lifetime to be like, okay, look. Uh, so if I come back, would you be offended? I'd have it in the second because I wouldn't <laughs> okay, be positive it one. was going to happen. No, there you go. <laughs> no, you're right. In the second one. Except yeah. he knew he, I mean, once he understood the reset ability, he knew he had it. Yeah. So he true. would probably know it in the first life if he, if yeah. he has it. Mm-hmm. But, you know, you're right. Since the, the Omega's dead, maybe that ability dies with it or... He's the new Omega. <laughs> he's the new villain. Except, oh my God, a sequel. He's a human Omega. <laughs> is that what it... I mean, just... There's yeah. so many th- it's ideas. A, it's so chewy. It's there, fun there is, yeah, unanswered questions. And there, there's a, another lovely thing with, uh, you know, with Emily Blunt. There's a movie connection because she was also in Looper, which plays with a lot of the same concepts. It does. Yeah. Looper is a fine L- film. Looper is a fantastic movie. Have you seen Looper, Jenna? No. Whee! Oh, yay! Possibilities! <laughs> oh, that's a fun one Surprise! to talk about. That's going to be so <laughs> great. I won't say much more about it then. Yeah. But, uh, boy, you know, Emily Blunt is a major reason to watch this movie, too. Yeah. Because oh, she's gosh, fantastic. She you know, when you talk about uh, good female characters mm-hmm. in an action movie, Yep. Um, she, she definitely embodies that um in in the sense that that her character is is a really cool character and it's not important that she's a female mm-hmm. in this but it's also i i guess it's both important that she's a female and not important that she nobody treats her like a girl yeah, yeah. well except for you know the the making out at the end ah. well, the, the, the 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 kiss at the end was improvised okay. Was it by Emily Blunt? And she kissed him. I was going to point out. She kissed him. She kissed him. That's true. She kissed him. There's still kind of that feeling of reward, though. Well, I I agree. I I was actually kind of pissed off in the theater. It's like, oh, you you got this far, and uh, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Go blow something up. But (laughs) yeah, (laughs) go. It's like, oh, you got so far. You could have. Oh god. Well, and yeah, and I agree again, it was an improv improvised moment, but you know, at the end of the movie there's that implied they could there could be a relationship that starts here, but they don't go there in that in that last scene. I like I I, I do like that. Yes. Yeah. I think they earn Tom Cruise's resurrection mm-hmm. by that last scene, which is such a great moment where it's like we're not going to tell you what happens. Oh yeah, it's and cuz and it's like he has no idea either you know it's like yeah. this this is way. all new i've had this conversation <laughs> thousands of times but and this time it's completely different yeah yeah so it yep. it's it's <laughs> i think i think that's a really nice it was a nice ending for the film there yeah. Um, so, uh, what, what do we have on our? We've we've talked a little bit about our trivia for this movie. Oh yeah. It, what else do you have there? Uh, well, let's Rosa? see. Well, uh, you know, Tom Cruise has, of course, a long and storied career in in, in movies. You know, he stopped. It started in the uh, early '80s, like with 1981 with Taps and 
you know, did the Outsiders and Risky Business and all the right moves, and eventually Top Gun, which is near and dear to Tim's heart. Top Gun! <laughs> and, uh, you know, it, it, so he started out as, you know, 1980s pretty boy, you know, very soon launched into superstardom, and, uh, you know, and of course now, you know, starting with the Mission Impossible movies, he mm-hmm. became an you know an action star and so you now we've got just about every tom cruise movie coming out is some sort of action vehicle and the guy's what in his 50s now which is mm-hmm. impressive and he does his own stunts which is part of what um i think makes this movie work you know even though there are so many special effects in the film you've got uh cruise doing his own stunts emily blunt did most of her own stunts nice um there's a really nice gravity to the action, and uh, that's also a credit to the the director, who is a gentleman named Doug Lyman, who yeah. did, uh, who started out in the '90s doing uh, like stuff like Go, which was a kind of a Tarantino-esque. I think I remember that. Yeah, it's kind of brightly colored and yeah. non-linear, and yeah, and uh, you know he kind of broke onto the scene with that and Swingers, and uh, but he really. I think came to his own with a little movie called *The Born Identity*. Yep, which really reset what like spy action movies were about. I actually saw *Born Identity*. It's yay! yay it's a movie I, I've seen. I really love *Born Identity*. Yeah, no, it's I, you, yeah. Mel- uh, Melissa and I saw that movie together the first time. Aww. Oh, that's right, we did. Yes. yes, we did. Oh my God, that's right. <laughs> that was a long time ago. <laughs> Matt Damon. So much Damon. It was in 2002, so just in case you're wondering. It was. How long ago it, it was. It totally was. So, yeah, he uh, and he did Mr. and Mrs. Smith mm-hmm. uh, as well. So he Which is which is a dumb amount of fun, actually. Yeah. I, I really was amused I by that. I wanted to see that, but I haven't. So, mm-hmm. yeah. So, yeah it's yeah. got, uh, it's you know, the reason Brad Pitt and uh, Angelina Jolie are together. So, yeah. Um, there you go. There, that's a thing. Yeah. That's a but thing. But I mean, but yeah. I, well, go ahead, Tim. He's not. Lyman isn't isn't like a super well known director. He's certainly not you know one of those those great directors. But he's shown, I think, a very keen eye for action. Yeah. Um, he really, you get a feeling for how that battlefield works as chaotic as it is Mm -hmm. you 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 really kind of start to understand the layout of everything you understand as crew in in those multiple shots of crews and and blunt moving through the battlefield and getting a little further each time um also the way he uh does a really good job i think of showing you the passage of time Mm -hmm. without showing you every single one of his resets yeah. But you know that that there have to be dozens of them, and there are times where I feel like he shows us he he skips without ever showing us a death. So like the scene where we see them finally get over the hill and mm-hmm. get the get the minivan and and get to the farmhouse with the with the helicopter, you know you could interpret that as one unbroken timeline mm-hmm. That, mm-hmm. or you could interpret that as snippets of a bunch of different oh, timelines sure. yeah definitely um and i and i love i mean when if you're not thinking about it like especially when you're watching the movie for the first time 
it doesn't play like that. I mean, it plays as like one unbroken narrative, and then that's a really nice reveal when she's when he goes to get the third sugar, and she's like, "We've been here before." Yep. And yeah. that that's a really nice narrative turn about. Oh yeah. Um, this was my first time watching this movie for the second time, ah. which is which is a really interesting experience because then you can start watching for the narrative choices like that. You you start becoming the cage. Yeah. <laughs> you start becoming the cage. <laughs> and want, I remember yeah. this and I remember this. It's like, oh, this is where they're going to do this thing. This I'm, is this is a really interesting I've watched watch it multiple film. times actually. My other podcast Geeks Without God, we did a whole episode mm-hmm. about Edge of Tomorrow because we were all <laughs> like, this is a really good movie and we want people to go see it. Yeah, seriously. Um, or get it on the D- on DVD to to watch it, you know. Again, it's a, it's there is this impression amongst uh, science fiction fans, especially, that they don't get enough good science fiction films. Which, with the Marvel Universe films coming, they can't complain about that nearly as much. But even so, the the when there are films out there like Fantastic Four, which is going to suck ass, <laughs> um, and <clears throat> a lot of science fiction films that aren't very good... There really are a lot of science fiction films out there that, like Edge of Tomorrow, that mm-hmm. come out and just kind of get ignored because people don't like Tom Cruise or the trailer doesn't look that interesting, and it really oh, yeah. didn't. Yeah, um, no, it's it, no, I I don't blame people who looked at that trailer and went eh, eh. because there there have been so many recent Tom Cruise movies that have looked at the trailer and went eh. eh. But yeah, no, this was great, and um, how great is it that this is a new property? This is, I mean, it's based on a manga, but it's not a remake of something. It's not a reset of a TV show that came out in the 80s. It's, it's not, not a, a superhero from Marvel yeah. or DC. It's yeah, this is this is like an original work that's pretty much new to movies. And nice. it's a nice little self-contained nugget. And I haven't story. read the manga, but I, I mean, I understand that the departure from the manga is pretty serious. Yeah, yeah. Um, I mean, there. Uh, I mean, one of the biggest things, as I understand it, is that in the manga, uh, Rita never loses her ability oh. to to reset. And so they both have the ability to reset, but um, that causes its own problems because basically their resetting interferes with each other, and they can actually never win if they can both reset. So, that's as I understand it. I haven't read the huh. yeah. You know, if I, uh, yeah. my only minor critique of the film, and this is something that films do, almost so many movies do, is, you know, early in the movie she mentions something about she got a blood transfusion and lost the ability. And you're mm-hmm. like, okay, well, at some point I know what's going to happen. Right, it's yeah. Chekhov's gun, you know? Yeah, I, it, we, know we know that's going to happen because we've been told it happened, and therefore, narratively... and and. To me, it's like you didn't need to tell me that early in the film. You could have had this whole thing happen, have him wake up, and have her see that he's had a blood transfusion, mm-hmm. or have him say, "I think I've lost it. It doesn't. It doesn't feel right." And she she looks and she's like, "Yeah, you know, you you or, didn't have to telegraph that moment, or or find some other way to relay the same thing." Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I kind of think it's important for him like if if that was a thing that was that actually happened uh I'd tell somebody sure like <laughs> and I know that it it's it's unfortunate in the you know well this is gonna happen but on the flip side like 
Yeah, you kind of want to tell somebody if there's a thing like that that's going to make them lose that ability. Sure. Mm-hmm. It does make sense there. And like other yeah. other areas, they play with that telegraphing really well. Like they, they, they show you the dam. Yeah. And you're like, oh, well, he's going to, you know, uh, obviously he's going to get to the dam. And he gets to the dam. And it's like, yes, but. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's a decoy. It's a decoy. Yeah. Um, although I keep wondering, they're going to keep, I mean, they, he he's losing blood. So when he dies, can like the alpha, like scrape its body in his blood and I don't know because I'm like you know, how are they gonna because couldn't he just die of old age <laughs> just or leave him alone die of hunger until, you know or they just, just they just put him in a cell and they just feed him until but eventually he dies and doesn't it reset when he dies yeah that's true whoa <laughs> the, chair. Sorry, the, 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 the chair I was just sitting in broke so yeah that happened uh, but I, I'm sure there, there, there was some internal logic there that I don't have to understand as to. But I, I want to get back to the alien design. Oh yeah, oh, which I love. My God, that is so. Fun. It's it's like, uh, it's like a skittery octopus spider. It's a shoggoth. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Skittery octopus. It's spider. very Lovecraftian. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. L- I love the design where you can see just enough of the aliens to kind of get the sense of how kind of what they look like and how they're moving around but you never grasp what's going on really i mean you never quite see the whole critter you never can process it so. yeah mm-hmm. uh and they it's interesting they, they they kind of work with the hive mind idea although yeah. they talk about it as being just one organism mm-hmm with pieces that it can kind of send out and, and command. Like a hive of bees. Yes. Yeah. Except not really because it's just one bee with a lot of bee pieces. I don't know. Well, um, we can go into the concept of the superorganism in an, uh, another time. But <laughs> <laughs> Does it get to wear a cape? But mm, boom, it might. A bee cape. Um, so I don't know. I think uh, I think we might be getting to the to the the final thoughts mm-hmm. portion of our show. So Jenna, what what are your final thoughts on Edge of Tomorrow? Uh, um, the side characters, uh, the uh, blah 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 blah. Um, the so- other company. soldiers, yeah, J Company, J Company. They were ridiculous, and I loved them. Like the the the. There are such strong, tough person characters, but but they were delightful in what they were. They were the mm-hmm. space marines from Aliens. They truly were. I mean, it's like, yeah. oh, that's Vasquez, and that's... Yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe nobody called them that, but that's what they were. Yeah. And that was okay. That, that I, was fun. I'm good with that. I'm good yeah. with that. And led by Bill Paxton, I'm cool with that, too. <laughs> <laughs> He finally got some balls because he really did not have him in Aliens. No, he didn't. Game so. over, man. <laughs> All right, Melissa, <laughs> what's your final thoughts? Okay, so the the crazy scientist dude is an actor named Noah Taylor that I'm really fond of, and he just has never found much of a career, unfortunately. But he was the kid from Shine. Huh. He, he played the younger version of Jeffrey Rush in Shine. Wow. Yeah, so. I know, right? So he, he was also in Tomb Raider. <laughs> I mean, like, that's what I got, man. It's like, it's like, oh, Noah Taylor. Again, not not much to do here. Yeah, but you know, he does hold fingers behind his back and in motion to three dimensional images on a on a table. Yeah, and he had he had the little 
you know, machinery thing. The machinery you know? thing so you jab important. into your leg. Yeah. yeah. Why couldn't he have just built any? Never mind. Uh, I don't know. He could have built another one, and then they wouldn't have. Uh, never mind. He it's, didn't have the supplies. He, he didn't did have. Not the, have I know. He didn't have the supplies. It's all. It's okay. They it's only okay. had a day. They only had a day. Yeah. And, you know, having, having worked with engineers, nothing ever. And I'm really nitpicking day. because I really enjoy the movie. Honey, so. I'm an IT project manager. <laughs> like, yeah, no, yeah. that's a three-year project, <laughs> at least. Yeah. So my final thought is, boy, I sure love to see a sequel when we find out that Tom Cruise is now a new Omega, and uh, yes. and then then it's like another Omega comes in, and they have to have this big old. Omega, Omega fight. Wars. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Edge of Tomorrow 2, Omega Fight. So let's. Yeah, live, die, repeat, Omega Fight. Omega Fight! And then they'll change the title again. <laughs> yeah. So that'll be good. Um, our next movie uh, that we are going to watch, we have determined, is going to be the original Godzilla! Godzilla! Yeah! Oh. It's been so, on my list for years. Oh. And I've never seen it. So. Man in Suit is coming next. We hope you join us for that. Uh, we hope you enjoy these episodes. If you do, you know, I'm going to point out, I don't ever bring this up. You could totally go rate us on iTunes. Yeah, that that's a, a good thing. idea. You could do that thing because we're yeah. there. We're on the iTunes. You could do that. Yeah. So, uh, but if you don't want to, that's cool too. Just thanks for listening. Join us next time for Godzilla. Peace out, yo. Godzilla. Godzilla. We hope you enjoyed our film fixation. We'll see you next time on A Real Education. Dee, dee.